are Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Blackhawks podcast, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Today is Tuesday, March 30th. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can find me out on Twitter at JackBushman2, or you can also check out my Strictly Blackhawks account, that's at Talkin' Hockey, for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. If you like what you're hearing today, then please, please, please be sure to go and subscribe to the podcast. You can go leave me a review if you want. It's all free wherever you may listen to your podcast, whether that be through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcast, etc. You can get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. Also, if you're on Twitter, then please be sure to follow the Lockdown Blackhawks Twitter page. That's at capital L, capital O, underscore Blackhawks, with some really good content being posted there every day as well. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Thanks for tuning in to Tuesday's episode of Lockdown Blackhawks. Tonight, the Blackhawks are back in action, kicking off a two-game series at the United Center against the Carolina Hurricanes, who currently sit in second place in the Discover NHL Central Division with 49 points through 33 games. But in terms of point percentage, there's actually no team better than these Hurricanes in the entire NHL. They get a point in 74.2% of their games so far, best in the National Hockey League. So, a big challenge here tonight for the Blackhawks, especially when we know they, they've been reeling a little bit as of late, lost seven of their last ten games, six of their last eight, and of course, just got swept by uh, the Nashville Predators on home ice over the weekend. I wouldn't go as far to say... I've seen people say, you know, that this is kind of a must-win here tonight. I don't think we're quite in that territory yet, but I do agree that uh, now being in the fifth spot in the Central Division following that weekend series, it it would be really nice to bounce back in a big way here against Carolina. As I said, one of the top teams in the National Hockey League. To do that, it's going to take a much better effort than we saw in the pair of games against Nashville. But on both sides of the puck, offensively, just couldn't get anything going. No sustained pressure in the offensive zone. And on defense, also just a lot of bad turnovers in the defensive zone that really came back to cost the Hawks. So, Hoping to see, you know, some much cleaner play from our Blackhawks tonight. But before I get into the projected lineup for the game and everything, I wanted to be sure to start the episode today by mentioning Blackhawks general manager Stan Bowman has been uh, announced. He's expected to be named the general manager for the 2022 United States Olympic team. Kind of a surprise here, honestly. Um, But what a big moment for, for Stan. I know, you know... A lot of people are probably shocked to hear this news. Even I am a little bit. Um, a lot of Stan haters out there, which I do get, but without a doubt, he was a big part of those Stanley Cups, Stanley Cup teams and all of those runs. I know he has made some questionable moves in the last few years, but a lot, a lot of the decisions, I think the big part of it is a lot of the decisions that uh, that went well, they just get overshadowed by all of the bad moves he's made. I'm happy for Stan. This is this is a big one for Stan Bowman. Uh, a cool moment for him, and also kind of a cool tribute uh, to this Blackhawks organization. The 2022 Winter Olympics, those will be held in Beijing, China. Still a ways away, obviously, 
Uh, but definitely something to look forward to. We can expect Patrick Kane to be a part of that team, probably Captain America once again. And also have to think that um, Alex Dabrinkit also has a better chance of making this roster now with Bowman. Bowman at the helm to make the, those uh, managerial and roster decisions. So, you know, It just should be shaping up to be a, a fun United States roster for those 2022 Olympic Games, which those begin in early February of 2022. I also wanted to be sure to talk a little bit about the Blackhawks being expected to sign forward Mike Hardman out of Boston College. News came last night from John Buchagra, who's a pretty reliable source. We haven't seen anything official tweeted out by the Blackhawks yet, but when Bucci tweets something like that, you, you can expect it to be a lock. Um, but for Hardman, he just finished up his second season with the BC Eagles, where in 24 games, he recorded 10 goals and 9 assists for 19 points, and he had 44 points total in his 58 games during his time with Boston College. So, nearly a point-per-game player. He's been a, a proven goal scorer, and he also has, has some good size to him. I've seen him, uh, some some listings say 6'2", some say 6'3". Either way, good size, 6'2", 6'3", and he's nearly 200 pounds and should only be gaining weight and gaining muscle as he jumps onto the professional scene. Already 22 years old as well, so he probably is ready to make that step for pro hockey. Uh, and, and according to Bucci, he he was one of the one of the standout undrafted players left on the market. So sounding like a, a good scoop here for the Blackhawks. They've always been pretty good with their um, with their college prospects. Hardman. As I said, he's been deemed a shoot-first player. He's been a good goal scorer during his time in college. Uh, he had 10 goals in uh, 24 games this season and 35 games the year before. I want to say he had 12. Yeah, he had 12 goals and 13 assists. So more of a, a sniper than a playmaker. Um, expect Hardman to join the Rockford Icehawks here in the next couple of days once this all becomes set in stone. Uh, uh, this sh also should be a three-year deal just like the one Josiah Slavin signed with the Hawks a few days ago. Not sure, as I said, it's not official yet, so not sure for how much at the moment. I'm sure that will come up, come out in the next few days, but just an another prospect added to the pool for the Blackhawks, which certainly is not a bad thing when... We're still trying to find some more pieces to the puzzle here in Chicago during this rebuilding phase. All right, ladies and gentlemen, there is some of the latest news surrounding the Chicago Blackhawks. Coming up in just a moment, I will talk about the Hawks' projected lineup for tonight's game against the Carolina Hurricanes. But first, I need to talk to you all about rockauto.com. Rock Auto is a family business that's been serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of different manufacturers. Why would you choose to spend 30%, 50%, or even as much as 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or at a new car dealership? Chain stores and car dealerships, they have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. But rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody, and they're always reliably low. The rockauto.com catalog is also 
remarkably unique and super easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and you can even choose the brands, specifications and the prices that you prefer. Best of all, the prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. So why spend up to twice as much for the same parts when you can go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts that you will ever need for your car or truck for the best possible prices. This is the Locked On Blackhawks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today, a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes by subscribing to Locked On Today wherever you get your podcasts. All right, I just finished up sharing some of the latest news that broke surrounding the Chicago Blackhawks on Monday afternoon. Moving on now to the Blackhawks' projected lineup for tonight's game against the Carolina Hurricanes. First, you have to think that Kevin Lankinen will be back in net. Not that Subban was bad by any means on Sunday against Nashville. He really only allowed one bad one. Just I, I just don't think he was overall sharp enough to earn a second consecutive start in that, at least in my opinion, just because with Lankinen's play recently, he he has kind of recaptured that starting job for this team. He put together a pair of really impressive starts against the Panthers, and then even on Saturday against Nashville, he did a pretty good job of keeping the Hawks alive, even though they were getting outplayed for uh, a majority of the of that contest, especially through the first 40 minutes, so fully expect Lankinen to be back in there tonight for the start against Carolina. He started in all three games against the Canes so far this season. He's got a 1-1-1 record with 11 goals allowed. He allowed four goals, four goals, and three in those three games for Lanky. Been some high-scoring affairs, actually, between these, these two teams so far in 2021, which, not really sure if that favors the Blackhawks, um, and... Lincoln in, in those three games, he's been tested a lot. So hoping that the, the Hawks c- can tighten it up a little bit in front of Lanky here tonight. As for the rest of the lineup, on Sunday, we saw Colleton kind of shake things up a little bit with Kirby Doc back in the lineup. We saw Matthias Janmark, Doc, and Patrick Kane start as the top line. But as the game went on, Things kind of shifted back to Debrinket, Suter, and Kane up top. So honestly, I'm I'm gonna just wait and, and see what Colleton does here at the morning skate. Um, I probably do expect Debrinket, Suter, and Kane to start as that top line. But one thing we do know is that Doc he's gonna be playing a big role for this team. He already played well over 20 minutes in just his second game back in action. He actually set a a regular season career high in minutes. So even even though, you know, Suter may get time with the top line, expect Doc to, to be up there at some point as well. As for the rest of the forward group, um, 
Lineup-wise, things are set in stone, you know. Second line, I think it's probably going to be Kubelik, Kampf, and Hagel. We've just seen that trio be together for a couple weeks now. Um, the first and third lines obviously depend on what Jeremy wants to do with Kirby Doc. We could see um, Yanmark, Doc, and Kurashev down on that third line. We saw that for <clears throat> a little bit on Sunday, excuse me. Um, but really, the, the interesting part for me is to see whether Matthew Highmore will be in the lineup or not, or will it be Mackenzie Entwistle or Reese Johnson? Both players were just called up from the Rockford Ice Hogs and placed on the taxi squad yesterday. It was like a, a quick two- or three-day trip for those two uh, down in Rockford. The Blackhawks have just kind of been playing... Um, musical chairs with their taxi squad, just having guys go back and forth all over the place. Um, for me personally, I would like to see one of those two guys, Ant Whistler or Johnson, get get more looks down the stretch here for the Hawks. Highmore hasn't exactly served a very big role lately, usually playing five, six, or seven minutes. So I would like to see one of those youngsters get into the lineup, um, but we'll just have to wait and see uh, during this morning skate or for the line rushes before the game on what Colleton is going to go with down on the fourth line with uh, Carl Soderberg and uh, Ryan Carpenter. Then on defense, along with Johnson and Entwistle, Ian Mitchell, Lucas Carlson, and Wyatt Kalanuck also were called back up to the taxi squad yesterday. I don't think Carlson or Kalanuck are going to get in there tonight, um, but Mitchell a quick stint down in Rockford. I didn't think it was going to be this fast. I expected him to be down there for, you know, at least a, a week or two. I thought he was going to get some consistent, you know, top line, uh, top pairing, excuse me, uh, top pairing minutes with the Ice Hogs. Um, but just a couple of days down in the <clears throat> down in the AHL, uh, I imagine that Mitchell's going to be back in there tonight instead of Bodan and probably paired on the second unit with Duncan Keith. Bodan really didn't stand out that much in that weekend series against Nashville and he had a bad turnover on Sunday that uh led to the second goal of the game by the Predators so I'm thinking that Mitchell is going to be in the lineup tonight with Duncan Keith but obviously you know we'll have to wait and see till Carlton um talks to the media this morning uh the other two pairings though expect to see Nikita Zadorov with Connor Murphy on the top pairing and then Calvin DeHaan with Adam Boquist down on the third defensive pairing. All right, ladies and gentlemen, there is the projected lineup for the Blackhawks tonight against the Carolina Hurricanes. Coming up in just a minute, I will answer a couple more questions that I received yesterday, carrying over from Mailbag Monday. But first, I need to talk about Built Bar, which is the best tasting protein bar on the market that the Lockdown Podcast Network has been telling you about for some time now. Built Bar is the amazing, low-calorie, low-sugar, and high-fiber protein bar that is made out of 100% chocolate. And right now is the time to find out which Built Bar flavor is the best because it is Built Bar Madness. A full-on bracket with each and every Built Bar flavor to find out which one is the best. And today's matchup is Cookies and Cream versus Cookie Dough Chunk. So be sure to check it out and go vote by going to BuiltBar.com or you can check out Built Bar on Twitter at Built underscore Bar. 
And don't forget about our exclusive promo code, which is LOCKED15, one word, LOCKED with a capital L, and then the number 15, to get 15% off your next order. One more time, that's LOCKED15, to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com, and be sure to check back to see who won today's matchup between Cookies and Cream and Cookie Dough Chunk, and who will become the best tasting protein bar. I also need to talk about betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts, and be sure to use our promo code LOCKEDON, one word in all caps, to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA and NHL are in full swing, and for college basketball, it's the best time of the year. March Madness is upon us. And for those interested in other things aside from sports, BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They have real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's also free to sign up. Head on over to the website, or you can also use your mobile device to sign up today, and be sure to use our promo code LOCKEDON, that's one word in all caps, to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. This is the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. As always, I'm your host, Jack Bushman. Get the upper hand in your fantasy league with daily fantasy hockey advice from Lockdown Fantasy Hockey. Fantasy hockey expert Scott Cullen gives you the tips, insights, and analysis to keep you ahead of the competition. So be sure to subscribe to Lockdown Fantasy Hockey wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, I just finished up sharing the Blackhawks' projected lineup for tonight's game against the Hurricanes. Before I wrap up the show for today, I wanted to be sure to answer a couple more questions that I received just a little bit after I recorded yesterday's episode. Uh, Unfortunate, I got a couple of real good ones literally right as I was publishing the episode. Uh, So definitely wanted to carry those over from yesterday's Mailbag Monday segment. The first question I want to answer today comes from at BreakingDavid on Twitter who asked, Nashville seems to be able to prevent the team from getting across the blue line, especially on the PKs. Why is this so difficult? Why is this so difficult to counter? The Hawks also shot themselves in the foot multiple times with defensive zone turnovers. Was this bad puck handling or good attack strategy by the Predators? Well, to answer that first question for the Hawks, when they get stood up at the blue line and get forced to dump the puck in and chase it. They've had a problem retrieving it for years. This has been an issue I've talked about a lot on this show. As much as I love, love having Alex DeBrinkett and Patrick Kane on our top line, neither of them really has any size and just don't win a lot of puck battles in the offensive zone. I will say that DeBrinkett's gotten better a little bit in in that area this season, but, but still, the Hawks, they... They just don't have a lot of size in their top six besides Kirby Doc, really, who still needs needs to throw throw on some weight to be uh, the, the full-blown unit that we want him to be. And also, there's just not a lot of speed in that top six either. The only ones who, who really 
have impressed me on the chip and chases this year has been Matias Yanmark and Brandon Hagel. But besides them, not a lot of guys go in the offensive zone and win foot races to the puck. We're just not the fastest of teams and not the biggest either. So when teams make us dump and chase, that usually doesn't work out too well for our offense. To answer the second part of that question, I think it was a little bit of both. Obviously, you have to give Nashville credit for their forecheck. They were tenacious all series long, but the Hawks, they also have to take care of the puck better. I know with a lot of young guys back there, turnovers are going to happen from time to time. We just got to do a better job at cutting down those numbers, limiting the amount of turnovers you give because... They were just far too many, especially uh, in that second game on Sunday. And also, when those turnovers, when they do happen, just got to be sure to recover and do what it takes to get the puck out eventually and keep it from finding the back of the net. The next question I want to answer comes from at PostBro1 on Twitter, who asked, Why is Jeremy Colleton unable to make in-game adjustments? How obvious is it that Nashville basically has his entire system scoped out and can shut it down? Yeah, I I mean, I agree. Colleton's lack of adjustments for sure have been frustrating this season. It just seems like uh, teams like Carolina, Nashville, Tampa Bay, they all kind of have figured out how to play his system. Not really sure, you know, why. He can't make those proper adjustments, maybe. The only thing I can really think of off the top of my head is um, it's still a little bit due to his lack of experience in coaching and at the NHL level. I mean, when you think about it, he's really only been coaching for six or seven years now. I know he's been around the game his whole life, but um, from a behind-the-bench coaching standpoint, only a couple seasons under his belt. So one, I have to wonder if that plays a part in it because besides that like I said I, I really don't have any answers he, he does try uh, and mix things up with the lines and stuff he's not afraid to go to the blender a little bit but it seems like his game plan always is the same and against Nashville that that mentality was very flawed because they were clearly the better team and we just had no response or, or no answer for what they were doing to us defensively on the forecheck definitely hope to see Jeremy, make some better adjustments when uh, this team is on their heels a little bit during the final push for the postseason. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I think that will wrap up Tuesday, March 30th's episode of Locked On Blackhawks. Thank you again for tuning into the show, and be sure to subscribe and to follow the Locked On Blackhawks podcast for free right now on your favorite podcast app, and you can get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. And after the show, ask your smart device to play the Lockdown NHL podcast. The NHL regular season is getting towards the final stretch, and the best way to keep track of all the news is by subscribing to Lockdown NHL. Local experts each week bring you the biggest stories, game recaps, and fantasy advice all in one podcast. So be sure to subscribe to Lockdown NHL wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, Thank you for tuning into today's episode. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can catch me on Twitter at my personal account, at JackBushman2, or my Strictly Blackhawks account, at TalkinHockey, for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. For any questions at all regarding anything related to the show, you can always email LockdownBlackhawks at gmail.com. You can hit me on one of my Twitter accounts, or you can call 708-653-0572 to leave a voicemail. So until tomorrow's episode, 
Thanks again for listening to the Locked On Blackhawks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.